for me, I started dive because I'm a community builder. I'm an event thrower. And, and I realized there just wasn't great software really out there for what I wanted to do. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech podcast episode shout out goes to Abel Hernandez. Abel Hernandez, thank you so much for engaging with us on the We Are LA Tech Instagram. We appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Abel Hernandez on Instagram at Abel Product. That's A-B-E-L P-R-O-D-U-C-T. Tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in LA Tech on our We Are LA Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Today's personal spot is about reading I would love your tips on how do you get more reading done? I was watching this YouTuber, Katie Yu, who seems so awesome. And she was talking about the Kindle really made it easier for her to disconnect from the phone and get more reading done. I don't know. I really love feeling the tactile, physical books. I'm thinking about possibly getting a Kindle. Not sure yet. But how do you make time for reading? I would love to hear your thoughts Message me at Esprit Devora on Twitter, on Instagram, or Esprit at hey.com. I'd love to hear, how do you get your reading done? All right, enjoy the next episode. Tech Podcast, spotlighting LA Tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest, Kyle, who is taking LA by storm with LA Tech Week, which he is kicking off with many, many entities under his belt. He's going to get into it from his dive startup to Crescendo. There's too many things I can't even name. And he's living in La Brea, which is exciting. And he wants to revolutionize LA and unify the Gen Z community. Welcome, Kyle. Thank you so much for having me. I could not be more excited to be here. LA has shown me the warmest welcome imaginable and uh, the LA tech community is so special. So yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to jump into it. Did I get it all right? All the things? A hundred percent. Everything. <laughs> there's, there's so much going on, but I think that's, that, that definitely is, a, is as good of an intro as any. So let's kick it off with LA Tech Week. What was the initial motivation for LA Tech Week and what is it and when should we expect it? Absolutely. So <laughs> it's really a crazy story. It all it all started very organically and unintentionally. I came to LA. I live in a co-living house here with about eight other entrepreneurs and people in the startup world. And we wanted to throw a dinner with, we, we have eight of us and we we're like, let's, let's have a dinner with like a dozen, maybe 15 people, something small and intimate. Uh, and we end up putting out this tweet and this tweet ends up just going kind of like mini viral inside the LA tech community. And so I had like 50 followers on Twitter at the time. I had like I just started a Twitter and I expected nothing of it. 
but ended up getting over 200,000 impressions and hundreds of people DM me asking for the information. And I was like, oh boy. And so we throw this dinner, uh, this kind of one of the first in-person events post pandemic in Los Angeles for the LA tech community, end up having you know a few dozen people come, ends up turning into a really just amazing social night. And we realized we had so many incredible community builders all in one space. And this unique point in time as well, you know, LA coming out of the pandemic at the same time as you see this emergence and this renaissance of consumer social and so many exciting things, so many exciting builders in LA. And, you know, I, I'm just someone that loves to seize opportunities, seize a moment in time. And so we did exactly that. And, and literally on that first dinner, at that first dinner, I actually kind of like, you know, uh, clinked a glass and, and kind of made a toast to, you know, LA Tech Summer and kicking it all off with LA Tech Week. And so that's where it all began. It's now happening. It actually kicks off uh, June 14th through uh, the 19th. It's going to be an incredible social series of events across the entire city, spanning all sorts of industries inside tech and just bringing together the entire you know, technology and, and startup scene in Los Angeles. And now I know there's been a lot of talk within the Gen Z community. Is it focused on Gen Z or is it focused for everyone in L.A. tech? So I would definitely say the energy behind everything is very youthful. But that being said, the the event series is, you know, for the entire L.A. tech community. So we have, um, you know, a lot of incumbent community builders and startup builders, et cetera, here, as well as some of the you know newer, fresher faces. Um, so I, I would say that, again, a lot of the community organizers themselves that are helping put together this series are very young. But we have uh, a tremendous amount of range of age, industry, background and everything you know imaginable coming to the series itself. And before we move on to the next chapter of our conversation, where can people find out more about LA Tech Week and how can they get involved? Absolutely. So uh, you can find me on Twitter at Kyle Brastrom, K-Y-L-E-B-R-A-S-T-R-O-M. And feel free to DM me. I love talking to anyone in the LA Tech community, especially community builders, people that want to get involved. And again, LA Tech Week is just the beginning. We're going to be throwing events throughout the summer. We already have two more event series planned in the works that are going to be even bigger, even better, of course, which we could not be more excited about. Uh, and then on top of that, in, in terms of going to the event series, you can go to our website, latechweek.xyz. Um, and we're actually going to have uh, the ability for everyone in the city to be able to request an invite to all of the different events. And then the event organizers get to go in and, and curate the guest list from there. So that, that is the place to, to get all of the information that's relevant is the website. And how do you feel that LA Tech Week will propel the community with their startups? What's the magic behind it where people will experience the event and then be at another level in their startup journey? Well, I really think what it comes down to is getting everyone in the same room. And I think that that's something we've lacked, obviously, with the pandemic, um, you know, for the last 18 months. And, and this is really an opportunity to create these serendipitous moments where uh, founders are meeting investors that want to invest in their startups. They're meeting uh, you know, early engineers are meeting early, you know, business style people and, and starting their own companies. And I, I think that, you know, all of this has been happening still, uh, you know, amidst the pandemic online. And it's been incredible to see um, almost the world shift to this, you know, uh, online experience. But this will be one of the first, again, offline experiences to bring people together and to facilitate great conversations. And I, I think, especially in Los Angeles, what I love so much about this city is people lead with, you know, like, let, let me hear about you rather than just what are you working on, right? It's not just like, what have you done before? It's not, you know, just pure networking. It's a lot more genuine. And people want to be surrounded by uh, people that in, they enjoy being with that they have fun with. And so that's why the entire event series is so social, because 
that's where the deepest relationships are formed. And that's really what we're trying to facilitate is, you know, those super casual conversations where you end up not only meeting a business partner, but a best friend. Yeah, we're known for being a really collaborative city, which I think is really special. One of the things I like, the spin that you're putting on your event, is that you've collaborated with a lot of the launch houses. And a lot of these launch houses are really new. It's funny because there's been hacker houses all over in San Francisco, everywhere. I mean, I've stayed at tons of hacker houses, but for some reason, hacker houses never really kicked off in LA. And then there were all these TikTok houses and content houses. And I guess somehow social deprivation from the pandemic ignited an energy to all of a sudden have launch houses. And you're like, yes, to launch houses, let's collab with all of them and throw this epic, you know, experience in Los Angeles for the community. So can you tell us like what to expect from these launch houses? What should we see over the next year to come in our city and how will it change from how it's been before? Yeah, so these co-living communities are absolutely incredible because you're facilitating this college-esque experience post-college. So you're getting, you're, you're surrounded by other people building, you're surrounded by other people that are matching your energy. I think what's so unique and special about co-living is that each house has its own thesis. And so, you know, I, I remember talking about co-living to one of my mentors and he's like, oh, we just call that having a bunch of roommates. And I'm like, it's, it's really not though, because there's a thesis behind each house. So the thesis of, you know, Habitat is going to be completely different from the thesis of Launch House, which is different than the thesis of Adventure House and, and, and so on and so forth. And so you can really find a house that matches your vibe and your culture where you're at in life as well. Some of these houses are about, you know, the stage of life you're at, whereas others are your industry and others are uh, what you like to do for fun. And so I, in general, am just so, so bullish on the concept of co-living. It's so addicting. Everyone that does it, everyone that tries it, you know, absolutely loves it because you have so many uh, kind of amazing opportunities presented to you. And you're also able to just really build everyone else in the house up. So everything that I've done with LA Tech Week has been enabled by being in a co-living house because the first dinner, the reason it blew up is because everyone retweeted it inside our house immediately and they engaged with the tweet and they helped push it and share it with friends. Uh, all the events that we've thrown, it's, it's not me doing it, it's our house coming together, you know, all of us cleaning up the house, you know, going and, and getting the different supplies for the events, promoting, et cetera. And so, you know, it's just such a simple, simple, such a simple thing, really. But at the end of the day, it's just, you know, the sum is so, so far greater than the parts that make it up. And co-living is, is that in the most extreme environment. You know, you, you're literally with these people 24-7, essentially. Uh, you know, you're going out with them on the weekends. You're staying in with them on the weekdays. And then you're grinding together during the day. And there's nothing quite like it. I've traveled to over 100 countries visiting tech cities around the world and co-working spaces and co-living. I've been to all of them. I feel so blessed to have experienced the culture. And you're right that it is such an accelerator. And it's so unfortunate that for whatever reason, it didn't catch on before. But yeah, it's very cool. And so that leads into Adventure House, which is yours. And we still have more chapters to get to in this conversation because you're doing so many things. But let's flow into Adventure House. How is Adventure House different than the other long launch houses popping up and like what will your specialty be? So our initial thesis of our house was it was during the pandemic and and what I realized is that you know we want to go somewhere remote where we can you know comfortably essentially what a co-living house also did during the pandemic was it was a bubble so you're only seeing these people you're not interacting with people outside of the house so you can still be very social amidst a you know massive worldwide pandemic and so we actually did our first house out in Utah uh, near Zion National Park and so our thesis was basically, you know, work hard, play hard in the best way. So six days a week, we would just grind our, you know, come, you know butts off, our asses off. And, and then one day a week, we would take off and, and, and go on adventures. So 
We would rent a boat on Lake Powell. We would rent ATVs in St. George, you know, go skiing, whatever it was. And it was just this amazing balance of like, I'm doing the best work I've ever done in my career. These six days are so productive. And then letting loose in the most genuine way on that, you know, day off with the people that you enjoy being around. So, you know, for us, it's it's now being in LA, obviously a little bit different than being in, in rural, rural Utah in the middle of the wilderness. But the same, the same thesis is there of we're going to work work extremely hard during the week. We're all builders. We're all working on various startups. But one day, at least a week, you know, really let loose, really get out and explore. And, and you know, adventure is such a, you know, generic word. But I love that because an adventure in, in Utah was, again, a hike. But an adventure in L.A. could be us going and exploring a new neighborhood inside the town that we haven't been to. It could be uh, going to Joshua Tree, you know, and, and going to a national park and going hiking. It can be a little bit of everything. And I think that's part of what makes LA so special is, you know, one weekend you're in Malibu, one weekend you're in Joshua Tree, one weekend you're, you know, in downtown, you're at USC, you're at UCLA, you're just, it's, there's so much going on. There's so many different types of exciting adventures to be had. It's experiences. It's funny, when the pandemic started, I predicted that LA would be even bigger after the pandemic than it was before the pandemic. And there was one specific thing, well, two things, really. And then I think you introducing your spirit to this city makes me think there's a third thing. The first thing was Leonardo DiCaprio is all in on Los Angeles for climate change. He believes that LA could bring the technology for climate to save the world, essentially, right? I think that's a really big deal. Two, I think that that people, now that they could work more remotely, they're like, okay, let me just go to LA. It's not as expensive as SF or New York and London and these places around the world. And we have the beach and great weather. It feels weird because it's been a big deal everywhere else, but for whatever reason, never caught on here. And I think it probably doesn't catch on here because of the traffic and the commuting is launch houses. Like launch houses are a really big deal to help a community thrive. We had all the co-working spaces, which we'll see what happens like as the pandemic starts to heal. We never really had a vibrant launch house community. So this is very interesting to me. And I think that in co-working spaces, so I guess, okay, four things, Leonardo DiCaprio, the beach and weather, launch houses and co-working spaces is what creates a really vibrant tech ecosystem because we need that collaboration, that play. Okay. And Dive, speaking of startups, what is Dive? (laughs) Like you're a man of all the things. And Crescendo <laughs> Crescendo is the company you formed in order to power this event system, not just in Los Angeles, but across the US or globally? Globally. That's the, the we already, I, I'm very excited. I'm, I'm a huge traveler myself as well. Uh, that's been probably the worst thing about the pandemic for me is not being able to travel. But I mean, again, I think there's so many amazing cultures out there and it's, it's as much amazing, you know, there's amazing things happening in tech in the United States, but it's important to realize there's amazing things happening in tech all over the world as well. And so, you know, and Crescendo is not just a, a tech events thing. It's just an events uh, studio in general. So all global, it's going to be, it's going to be incredible. We already are in talks with people in, in, pretty much six continents. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So you have Crescendo, which is your events thing. And then you have LA Tech Week, which is going to be at least a summer series in LA. And then you have your Adventure House launch house. And then you have Dive. What's Dive? (laughs) So so Dive is my startup. Again, that is where I spend the majority of my time. And Dive, it's Dive Chat. There's multiple dives right now. But Dive is making group chats fun again is, is really the easiest way to explain it, where our, our beachhead market is college student organizations and, and really just encouraging people to, again, have fun inside a group chat because I think group chats have just gotten so they're almost so utility. They're so about just like making plans and they're kind of a bother and there's so much going on. And we're just trying to make group chats fun again. Tell me more. So where is it at? How many people are on the team? What's the vision for it? 
Yeah, so we have a, a full-time five of us with another six or seven contractors. We've gone, th it's been an incredible journey, honestly. We launched our beta last August. We had 10,000 users in no time, realized that we weren't delivering as good of a product experience as we wanted. So ended up sunsetting that beta and we've been hard at work the last six months, completely heads down, just focused on building. So really doubling down on our product team, you know, and now we're getting to work on our go-to-market. We're launching August 2nd, which we could not be more excited about across five universities across the country. And again, with Dive as well, the, the spin on it is, is a huge key of group chats because we're targeting communities that interact in, in the real world. So an online experience for offline communities uh, is really what Dive is all about. So a huge component of all of this is events. And so you can start to very quickly realize how much, again, synergy there is between my you know, co-living side of, of what I do, the you know, Crescendo and the event studio, LA Tech Week, all of this merges beautifully together. And for me, I started Dive because I, I'm a community builder, I'm an event thrower, and, and I realized there just wasn't great software really out there for what I wanted to do. I, I ran a fraternity in college and it frustrated me so much that like we were on GroupMe initially and we had like eight different group chats. And so we ended up switching over to Slack and I was like, whoa, this is so cool but it's very heavy, it's so professional, and like it's just not built for social communities. And so that's that's what we're building, is, is essentially, again, channel-based messaging, add in that utility, but make it feel more fun, far more lightweight, and, and really encourage that casual conversation. So we still have message bubbles. We have, instead of being able to react to a message once, you can actually uh, react over 50 times uh, to the same message. So it's kind of like a clap on medium. So really just making it fun and interactive and encouraging people to just hang out inside a group chat while also, again, integrating an event. So making it easy to get a hangout together, a party together, whatever it is with that friend group, with that student organization, uh, whatever group chat it might be. And what's an LA tech company or person that you've come across lately who's really impressed you? Oh, so many. That's going to be like the hardest question you ask me all day, 100%. I feel like I've been very blessed to meet literally hundreds of members of the LA tech community in person over the last few weeks. So I was supposed to leave LA uh, four weeks after getting here. That was the initial plan. Now I'm moving to LA. So that happened all very suddenly. Um, and the reason for that is because I quite literally every single day was just blown away as I was going to bed of like, wow, I just met so many incredible people every single day. And so, you know, even, even in my first week here, I just immediately felt this community of like-minded builders and, and like-minded community organizers. Um, you know, a few that immediately come to mind are, are also many people that recently got to LA. Uh, I think there is a huge wave coming into the city right now. And so like Tom from Together Casa immediately comes to mind, an incredible community organizer and builder, buildingtogether.casa, which is essentially Airbnb for co-living spaces, for co-living houses. You know, he just got to LA a few weeks ago himself and I had met him online or yeah, online previously and got to meet him in person for the first time in LA. And he's, he's just, again, he's an absolute hustler. He's working in, in a space that I'm obviously very passionate about. And, and he's just so, again, he has his arms open to the entire LA community, to the entire tech community. He's, he's so helpful. And what blows me away is he's so young. He's, he's 24 himself. And so to have like that level of energy and experience and maturity underneath his belt while being so young is, is something that I find super impressive. Then you have like Jacob Peters from Launch House and, and honestly, the entire Launch House team, absolutely incredible on that end. What they're doing, the vision long term for Launch House is, is absolutely brilliant. I'm so excited to see it, you know, come to fruition over over the next few years. You know, you know Sasha and, and Mark from the Lolly dating team, they're, they're so, so great as well. I'm just listing so many of the LA Tech Week organizers, but, you know, it's so many of the people that I've gotten to work closely with. And 
And I think, again, I've been in other cities where I've met a lot of people, but I didn't feel like I know a lot of people. Whereas here, immediately, even if I've only met them once, I just have gotten to have such great conversations. And, um, you know, last night we were throwing a little event at, at our house and just had like several 30 minute plus one on one conversations, which I just like I love that energy of L.A. where people are willing to invest so deeply in a conversation and really get to know somebody, even though there was, you know, 30, 40 other people there, people are willing to take the time and really get to know each other. And then immediately they just, you know, they just want to give, they want to say, how can I help? How can I be involved? And that energy is addicting. And how do you, how do you leave a city that has so many of those types of people? And the answer is you don't. I think you arrived at the perfect time because, I mean, globally, I think people are going to crave social connectivity and Los Angeles being the collaborative city that we are and how we were before the pandemic. It's no surprise. It's like, yes, give me in-person experiences. That's amazing. What is your favorite piece of software? That's just because I love software. (laughs) Software, website, mobile app, it could be anything. I have to go with Twitter. Like, it's so funny to me because I didn't have a Twitter three months ago, but it's a piece of software that one is just very well built, like in general, I, I love it. But the thesis of their platform and the long term execution is is just so impressive to me. The second one is Snapchat. I just am so inspired by their team, what they've done and like the where where it started versus where it is now is just so crazy for Snapchat of like, let's send disappearing photos to now like one of the largest social platforms in the world with the craziest engagement metrics. And, and they've integrated in everything like there's so much going on inside that app, but it's still not heavy. It's still casual and lightweight. And so it's a massive inspiration for what we're doing at Dive because it's, again, how do we take this like heavy, you know, utility first kind of experience and then make it feel lightweight. And, and on top of that with Snapchat really feel fun. So like those are the two that come to mind, obviously massive companies and definitely not unknown by any means, but they're, they're software experiences that have literally changed my life and, and enabled social interaction in person, I think is a lot of that as well. Even though these are, again, online experiences, they've enabled so much for me offline by letting me connect with my friends and, and with Twitter more recently, letting me connect with people that I didn't even know in ways that I didn't think were, you know, were possible. I feel like I was thinking about this this morning. I feel like Twitter is doing a reboot because I've noticed like there's a lot of different kind of energy on Twitter. I've always been into Twitter since Twitter existed, but Twitter had this kind of like, I don't know, this vibe where it was like not the cool party anymore for a while not for I loved it consistently but it was just the vibe you would never hear like a Gen Z or being like let me go on Twitter and now I feel like that's the new news <laughs> like yo no Twitter's the jam now and I'm like wait it's always been here <laughs> like why all this it's almost like podcasting for me for me I've been podcasting forever and now all of a sudden like everybody wants to have a podcast it's wild like how that shift happens like all of a sudden I'm like where'd it come from Twitter is insane. Like I, like I, again, I, I'm just like, it has blown my mind how much growing a Twitter following, even a small Twitter following has like literally changed my life so rapidly. And the amount of people that are so accessible on Twitter, like it's genuinely a superpower. Like there's no other platform that has near the open or response rate over DM of people that you don't know. Like cold DMing on Twitter is like the biggest superpower. And so now I'm going back to like the people that I mentor and I'm saying like, start a Twitter like right now, like you have to like message everyone because there's no reason not to just like be honest, and authentic. And like so many people will resonate with that. They'll respond to you. They're happy to grab coffee. They're happy to get on you know, a Zoom call or a FaceTime or whatever. And it's yeah, it's having this definitely again, renaissance, you know, reemergence, uh, it feels like. And one of my buddies is like, you know, recruiting right now. And he's like, yeah, I was on LinkedIn. I was like, no, get off LinkedIn, dude. Get on Twitter. It's the best Good place Twitter. to find a job. Yes. It's amazing. It's a superpower. Yes. 
is there one LA Tech resource other than LA Tech Week, of course, that you would recommend to check out or something that you've tapped into? I mean, I'm going to steal the answer to the question for a second is you re-reminded me to check out Launch House with Jacob Peters, and I actually really like him. So I think Launch House is going to be an amazing resource in the LA Tech community. What's another resource that comes to mind for you? Yeah, no, Together.casa is going to be putting together a tremendous amount of co-living houses in Los Angeles over the next few months. And I think that getting involved in co-living is one of the easiest ways to get plugged in rapidly and expand your network 10x in literally a month or two. Uh, so I would definitely say that is is very valuable on top of, I'm trying to think of what I've utilized. It's really been Twitter, like just the Twitter kind of LA tech scene is incredible and just go follow you know, all of the different co-living house organizers and, and other people throwing events and uh, building here. And, and you'll just quickly realize how much is always going on. Like there's always something happening in LA and pretty frequently the doors are wide open. People are looking for more people to connect with and to, to hang out with. And so if you're friendly and, and you, you come in with a smile to, to an event, you're going to have a great time. And, and then, you know, just just have that give first mentality as well. I think that's, you know, something that makes L.A. so special uh, is that, you know, collaborative mindset. And so when you show up to these events, make sure to, again, bring drinks or, you know, whatever it is. And, and uh, the organizers, the hosts will really appreciate that. And that'll go a long way. So a few last questions. One, what is the grandiose vision for Dive? It, it sounds like did you raise money for Dive already or no? So we we turned down a round of funding uh, last August, which is one of the hardest decisions I think you know certain founders that have done that had have to make. So we we've stayed bootstrapped largely. We've raised a, a small amount of angel to date, and we're about to raise our first institutional round over the next couple of months, which we're super excited about. The long term vision is be the go to place for in person social for Gen Z. So own Gen Z's in-person social life. And our foot into the door, obviously, is, is through the group chat experience, where I think all of your social life really revolves around that. That's the center of gravity. And then long term, we have some, some really fun tricks up our sleeves on really revolutionizing, getting together in person, making that easier, lowering the barriers of entry uh, to becoming an event organizer, becoming a community builder, and really just building a platform that celebrates community builders and that gives them the tools they need to rapidly scale a community as well as maintain a community. I mean, I think you're going to continue to become, you know, a really prevalent figure in LA. And one thing you could do that's always been a pain point in LA, if it interests you, is we have this reputation where investors here don't take risks. And investors in San Francisco and other places do take risks. And so we don't have a thriving VC vibe like something is like not fluid in the vc to getting funded communications in this city and so it's something i mean it's not a conversation for right now but it's definitely something as a community builder and like a community builder that's putting together a lot of experiences and connectivity to explore how can you fix this like patchy system that we have between founders raising and vcs not only discovering them, but feeling safe to like invest, like taking the risk to invest in startups that the other cities do take the risk to do. You see very little early stage investing in LA. You see a lot of later stage stuff that's, you know, more of an, you know, metrics based, more traction, et cetera. And that's something that in our, in our, you know, fundraising calls, we've experienced ourselves. A lot of the, again, a lot of the venture capitalists in LA are very ironically, I think, somewhat bare on, on consumer social, which is, you know, this is the heart of consumer social. Los Angeles is the heart of where these social apps are built. But 
Yeah, I think they've been burned a lot in the past, you know, because because again, consumer social is such a high risk industry. Uh, so many of the startups fail in the space and there's so much excitement and hype and then that hype isn't delivered upon. But I do think we are seeing some emerging VCs that are really starting to change that culture. Like Jeff Morris from Chapter One is like the person that comes to mind for sure there of really bringing that He's youthful energy. He's old school energy. LA tech. Exactly. <laughs> old school, but very fresh, very modern. He's he's one of our partners for LA Tech Week as well. And again, just an amazing community builder, understands, I think, so much of what you need to to be a successful VC in, in this city and is bringing a really, I think, like fresh, modern take on on what a fund looks like, the involvement with his you know, portfolio companies, as well as really understanding, you know, a lot of the hotter spaces that a lot of LA investors are new to. So you know, the creator economy is obviously heating up like crazy right now, which I think is a huge opportunity for VCs to, you know, move to LA or to get involved in the LA scene so much more as the creator economy is obviously an infinitely scalable industry and, and probably going to be the biggest industry in the world. Um, and we're Hollywood. So exactly. Yeah, that's that's so much of what LA Tech is about as well. Or LA Tech Week in general is the fact that we have you know, musical artists, YouTubers, you know, influencers, builders, all in the same space. It's actually insane. And I think what's, you know, ridiculous to me is that people just aren't that vocal about LA in the same ways that I've seen in Austin, Miami, SF, NYC, like these other places, people are so loud about being there. And I, I'm trying to get everyone in LA to just be, you know, scream from the rooftops that you're here, scream from the rooftops that you're building and what you're working on. And we're just now starting to see that. And it's so exciting. Because people are, you know, we're putting LA on the map again, back on the map, because as I know, you've talked about before a little bit, again, LA has had this, you know, multiple waves in the past of the tech scene really coming and just getting absolutely crazy. And then it'll calm down for a while. And where to well, me, only because of the, the pandemic. The so what exactly, happened is, during the exactly. pandemic, we all went remote. So you have to imagine like, we had such an amazing, amazing connective community and all these incredible community builders putting together event series. I know personally, I produced over 400 events and then the pandemic hits and like the whole world goes remote and LA is like, well, at least now I don't have to drive. You know, <laughs> like I think the biggest problem, Kyle, is that that's what you're going to discover and like find ways to heal. So people do celebrate L.A. is the commuting when you have Silver Lake and you have Ventura and you have Hollywood and you have Venice and then you have Marina del Rey and then you have downtown and you have Santa Monica. That's what prevents the screaming from the rooftops is that there's so much commuting. <laughs> right. And there's almost an internal competition inside Los Angeles, you know, whereas other tech cities are just like come to SF. LA is like come to Silicon Beach or come to, you know, Melrose or come to this neighborhood. And so it's a, it's, it's a little bit fragmented. But I think, again, if you create if you create a strong enough community, we have for, you know, our, our we throw weekly Wednesday happy hours right now. And we have a group of people that drive over an hour from Irvine every week to come that's and hang awesome. out. And again, like that's, it, it's a commitment, right? But if you can create a great enough experience and you can create a strong enough community, the barriers that they're high potentially are higher than other cities, but it's worth it as well. And, and again, the people in LA are worth even again, hour and a half drive. It's okay. It's, you Kyle, know, I, don't out, know. I think next event should be OC tech week. We're, we're working on, we have uh, again, that's, <laughs> that's part of it. We'll see. I'm a, uh, also, again, we're, I'm in La Brea right now, and it'll be interesting to see if, if I stay in this neighborhood because we're, we're locking down our next co-living house in L.A. And, and looking around. So it's, it's interesting to see where we will end up. So a couple last questions. Favorite restaurant in L.A. so far? 
That's hard. I have not gone to eat out near as much. Like a lot of it's just been like convenience of hmm. favorite restaurant in LA. Wait, I don't even know the name of it. Any Korean, any Korean barbecue place. Like everything in K Town. Like our and we like pull up with our like co living house and like it's like a bunch of us. It's all you can eat. It's such a fun experience. Like it's so good. It's so we've done it like three or four times in a, in the last month and we just so good. <laughs> Yes, that's such a good answer. Best recommend. I mean, I feel like that's also the answer for the next question. So you're gonna have to think of a new answer. Best suggestion. I just moved to LA. I should dot dot dot. So I'm a big outdoorsy person. So I would honestly say like, go to the, you know, go to the Palisades, go go hike and like experience the nature side of LA. Because I think a lot of the other stuff you will eventually do. Uh, you know, there's the obvious, the obvious stuff, but just driving down PCH, you know, and, and, going on hikes, going cliff jumping in Malibu. Like those are the, that's what is addicting about LA to me is that I can be in such a crazy, massive city. Like when you're at Griffith and you're overlooking and you can really grasp how massive this city truly is. And then you can also then just go drive 20 minutes and just be in, immersed in nature. Like that's powerful. And there's very few cities that have, have nature like that alongside a city in, in that close of a proximity. You keep overlapping the questions because the next question is <laughs> the hike you recommend. Oh yeah, it's it's uh it's called like something I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's like Lions or something. It's in Pacific Palisades, but uh or cliff jumping in Malibu is always like the go-to at Malibu there's like a Malibu Creek State Park or something oh, like Malibu that. Oh, Malibu Creek. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, honestly hiking. Yeah, no, it's definitely the Pacific Palisades hike. I'm trying to remember the name of it. But that's that's my favorite for sure that we've done. And then if you're willing to go to Joshua Tree, that's amazing as oh, well. It's just a yes. little bit that's out of the city, obviously. Yo, Joshua Tree so nice. and and um, Tulum, Mexico is where all of Los Angeles like went during the pandemic. <laughs> it's like I absolutely out. <laughs> yeah. yeah t Tulum popped off. That's yeah, where, that's where Launch House is one of their first houses like for Launch House themselves. Like they were down in Tulum. Yeah, definitely. Okay, last question. Uh, as a city, as we've talked about, it's a very collaborative city. What's something the city can do to support and accelerate your success? Follow me on Twitter. Just got to continue to grow the following. But I, I think that we have so much in store. And, and just, again, get out there. Like you said, there, you know, it's a spread out city. Sometimes it can be like, oh, wow, this is going to be a 35, 40 minute drive. There's traffic. No, but for your success, for your success, what can we do to support your success? Uh, again, I just, yeah, I guess follow, follow me on Twitter. Uh, go go to dive.chat, check it out. Uh, and and on August 2nd, download, download the app. It's going to be incredible. And that's about it. I, I'm definitely, it's just, again, come out to events in LA. That's honestly what I want to see is I want to see this city grow and, and, and just foster community. So like, that's what would make me the happiest. And, uh, you know, LA events are, are a lot of where I'm going to be putting my time over the next year. And so I just love to meet as many people as possible in person. And if people want to connect with you to be involved in Crescendo in LA Tech Week in Dive in Adventure House, where should they connect with you? It's so funny. I didn't even have a Twitter uh, until recently, but now that is definitely the, the best way to get in touch. My, my DMs are open. I, I respond to literally everybody. Uh, so again, my Twitter at Kyle Brastrom, K-Y-L-E-B-R-A-S-T-R-O-M uh, is the best place to find me. Thanks so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast and yay to LA Tech Week. I think it's so cool. And I think there was that space and Gen Z community that needed to be filled. And I think it is so cool that you're putting together great, great experiences. I think definitely connect with Jacob Pace if you haven't already, like with Flight House. He's the CEO of Flight House, amazing leader in the Gen Z community here. You rock. If you want to connect and collaborate with more amazing people in the LA Tech community, remember go to wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello 
at We Are Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Peace. Hey there, I'm Kyle Brastrom. I'm the CEO of Dive Chat, the founder of Crescendo Studio, putting together LA Tech Week and also the co-organizer of Adventure House, an incredible co-living community for Gen Z startup entrepreneurs. I am based in La Brea. You're listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Community spotlight coordination by Anna Freeberg. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production.